0: This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM.
1: Luckily for us, we have as our guest today, Alison Levin, who's Roku's Vice President of Ad Revenue and Marketing Solutions. And I've been Googling her and she's been doing a lot of interviews because she seems to be the expert on streaming. Nice. Hello, Alison,
0: and welcome to our show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here.
1: So you have been all over the place talking to different Uh, people about digital advertising and streaming. And what are some of your top, top, just we'll dive into it, go to a deeper dive, but what is your top insights that you've been saying?
0: Yeah, the team has definitely been keeping me busy. Um, Just for, you know, background, Roku is America's number one streaming platform. So as of Q3, we have 46 million active households with multiple people in the home and, one of the most interesting things about Roku's audience is more than half of our households don't have access to linear. So they're either either cord cutters, so they once had linear and no so longer When you have say access.
1: linear, that's for us my old timers. That's like normal old
0: TV. Is that what normal TV? Normal <laughs> TV. Wow. So your I, I didn't your, even your Comcast, your Comcast yeah. subscription. Um so access to a cable subscription in some capability, right? So either right. it's people who have cut the cord, who've mm-hmm. canceled their cable subscription, or people who never had one. So mm-hmm. think about everyone who's recently gone to college. None of them are signing up for a cable subscription. So this audience has been growing really quickly in the US. One out of every three households does not have access to a traditional linear package anymore. And you know, for us at Roku... We've always believed that all TV will be streamed, served mm. over an IP, and oh. with that, all TV advertising will be streamed, mm. which is just really a tremendous opportunity. What my team is that really is such a change. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive change.
1: And what is your revenue stream then? Are you subscription? Are you content? People pay you money. Like where where? I don't know if there's advertising involved. How does all of that work?
0: Yeah. So so. The first side of the business and what we've been talking through is getting active households, connecting consumers to content, selling devices or TV sets. Then the second the devices are activated and there's 46 million households that use Roku monthly, um, then it comes to monetization of those accounts. My team is responsible for any time we work hand in hand with a brand partner through advertising, right? So, There's two main ways that Roku drives revenue. One is content relationships. So when you subscribe to a a premium subscription, um, there's a fee there. And then the other end, which is my area of the business, is advertising. So working with brands, and it's it's a full scope of brands, everything from major retailers, which I'm sure we'll dive into today, channel partners, helping them grow audience like an Apple Plus or a Peacock, more D2C brands helping a brand like third love get onto the TV screen for sometimes the very first time, Um, you know, and so we are responsible for helping bring brands onto the platform, understanding how to use the platform to generate the strongest return on ad spend, and then growing from there through different ad units, video, interactive capabilities and more.
1: So now I want, I want to dig deeper into all of this and really get it. And since you're such an expert, I would imagine that you can talk about two different types of trends. One, the trends in the consumer behavior and how behavior is changing, but also what the role is of digital advertising and digital TV advertising compared to the old linear model and all sorts of things. And I would imagine you can talk about both those areas. Am I right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Love <laughs> to. Um, so the, the first, just on how consumer behavior is changing on streaming. You know, I think we talked or touched on a little bit of this, but you know, we already were seeing a trend to streaming happening overall, and COVID just accelerated that trend. Consumers, you know, are cutting the cord or canceling cable at a, a faster clip than before because think about it: cable lost live sports. It lost new programming during the pandemic. So there wasn't a whole lot to keep consumers with their cable subscription and compound that with the larger dynamic of you know, people's uncertainty about economic future, right? And, and if I can save some money on something I'm not oh. using, I'm going to, right? So we saw- They're giving accept- up their homes. They might as well give up their cable. You know? I, there, was nothing, there wasn't nothing. There was a lot there, right? It wasn't worth the the amount. the The equation didn't work out. So we saw on the flip side, cord cutting, accelerating, more better content in streaming. Think about all the new shows that have come out recently, Um, free ad supported content that you can watch without paying a dollar for it. Um, So we saw a continued increase in in streaming hours, more active users. And even when sports came back, we didn't see consumers go back to linear. So that's just the market segmentation or what we're seeing from an audience perspective. When you look at the ad, the advertising business and how marketers are reacting to that trend, we saw three, thing, three themes emerge. The first being they're spending more, and this is particularly for retail clients, but we work across the board, and a lot of these are true across the board. The first being that more clients are spending more in connected TV, moving their budgets out of linear, out of you know, traditional TV, and into streaming. And it's really not a surprise. If your audience is over here and you're not spending over here, you're missing that audience, right? Like one third of US households don't have cable. So if you're not wow. advertising to people over here and streaming, you're just missing that audience. So that that really clicked, I'd say, during the pandemic. Like I gotta get my act together. I'm gonna shift And the I would process.
1: imagine that skews very young, the ones who are not linear, is that true? Oh, you uh,
0: said it's across the board. You did. It's say. across the board. It, the retailers. It's it's every major retailer is buying and streaming. I mean, if you think just like a couple of years ago, if I wanted to promote a major sale for Macy's, I would just n- massively. I'd spend a ton of money in linear on that Wednesday, Thursday night to get my weekend promotion. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. The whole universe isn't on linear anymore. It's spread out. So you have to be more strategic about where you place your money to promote. And also those weekend sales are changing and how they're being promoted or how they're being executed as well. Well, You know, to that
1: point, I saw some data. Now, it's probably a little bit old. I don't think it includes pandemic. But I was seeing like TV advertising, traditional TV advertising was actually flat as much as you'd think it wouldn't be because of all these digital alternatives, it was it had been flat before pandemic, before COVID. And also um, the proportion of TV advertising spend on digital advertising was, was very small. Has all that changed in, in, as a result of COVID? I mean, because yeah. I've only seen data before COVID.
0: Yeah, it's a great question. And it's an area for us, like we've spent, um, so I was the first ad sales hire at Roku six years ago. And for the first, you know, Four plus years. It was pounding the pavement, helping everyone who was a case study of one. If I do this behavior, I think everyone does this behavior, using the data and insights to show, you know, this audience is here. It's real. You're missing it. If you don't shift your spends, you're going to lose out on the top end of your funnel, right? Your awareness play and getting as many people and many eyeballs. Um, We saw that because of the pandemic and because of the work we've been doing on education, that flip really happened in second, third quarter. There wasn't as much programming mm-hmm. to surround yourself in, in linear. Mm-hmm. The audience is declining and so the budgets uh-huh. moved. Like if you look at so linear. very recent. Yeah, linear has been down about 15%, if not more mm-hmm. this year. Uh-huh. Uh, our recent uh, Q3 earnings, we highlighted that we grew 100% year over year in video ad impressions. So how many video commercials we served. So mm-hmm. there is a massive shift Um, not where it needs to be yet, but it is right-sizing.
1: What you're describing is very targeted advertising to specific consumers with a particular message, and you are citing some huge numbers of effectiveness. Um, But what do you think about top-of-the-funnel advertising and brand advertising and things like that? Can you show the effectiveness of TV advertising or targeted advertising on brand creation?
0: Yes, I mean, for like what we really try to focus on is is what are the different what are the different KPIs for your brand at what each part of the funnel and our tactics for each are different right so if you want to get massive awareness and market what we can help with is what we call unduplicated incremental reach on the TV screen so let's use the same example of Macy's you know what we can help with is we're going to find people that were never exposed to your campaign on linear. So it's only net new households that have never seen your advertisement. That is extremely powerful because to my earlier point, there's an audience that just hasn't seen your messaging period on the TV screen without this. So that's the high level. And then the lower level is some of the tactics we talked about using a brand CRM segments to find that right person at the right moment. You know, something we talk about often is you, you could think about OTT like a Tesla, right? And if you had a Tesla car and you put gas into it and didn't use the features, you would be shocked it didn't work better than a Ford, right? For OTT, because it has digital piping and because you can use targeting and measurement, you really have to use it that way because you can. And then you see how powerful it really is. So it's not just a reach driver. It's more than that. And you have to lean into the things that that it's good at or excels at.
1: And how do you measure that? Do you use like A/B testing or exactly how do you prove those numbers that you have? Was yeah, so not- we
0: have control and exposed groups. Um we happen? we yeah, we also work with a lot of the third-party measurement partners. Um our, you know, the number one thing we set out to do when we started the ad business was we knew that this was a big shift for a lot of clients, that a lot of clients were really held onto linear, but the proof is in the data and the research. Absolutely. If you see it happen and you see it in the numbers, you're going to move so our entire focus for the first three or four years was research, 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 research. Every brand we're going to partner with whoever you want to use, uh, and we'll we'll show you our own research too, and to show you it's working, it's effective, and it drives ROI. And there's no risk associated with it.
1: Because people are saying advertising is dead. I don't want advertising to be dead. I want it to be effective, and I want it to be proven. So really yeah, that's have-
0: the point, right? There's plenty of you. There's plenty of examples of that where advertising can be extremely effective if done right. I mean, another area of our business that we're really excited about is we allow brands to move beyond a 15 or 30 second traditional spot, and it could be more interactive. Um, so we have, you know, capabilities off of the home screen. So when you turn on your Roku device, before you go anywhere else, you can have a messaging that reaches out to consumers about, you know, whether it be a free movie night uh, sponsored by a retail brand you know, here's a $4.99 movie credit that we can give you. And it's brought to you by Target, which is extremely powerful for consumers. They're thankful for it. It's not a traditional video spot in your face. We're giving you a value exchange. And if you think about it, you know, there's 46 million households that have turned on their Roku device. You're the first thing they see before they go anywhere else, Netflix or anywhere else. And so that's an extremely powerful marketing vehicle.
1: Pretty great. Allison, thank you so much for joining us today. A big thanks to Professor Americas reed for being my co-host today. For more insight
0: from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.